Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Are you aware of our Christmas party, by the way? You've told me 12 times, Mother. Okay. I want you there, and I want you pretty. We have to show you around to the good people. You've told me 12 times. Because you're the hot one. Oh, God. It's okay. I'm I'm the funny one, right? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you need, Mother. Whatever you need. Why do you not bring your laptop anymore? This is a curiosity question. I brought it once. You did, and you didn't charge it. So is it a fear so there's no point to bring that it. it's going to happen again? You can charge it. I thought that was Jim that was making that sound. I was like, are you okay? What's wrong? You can charge your things, you know. You can bring your charger with you. I'm not... If You know what? You do you, boo-boo. You do you. I love the sound of crinkling papers at 9 a.m. This just in. <laughs> From the newsroom with Dan Rather. Is he still alive? Mr. and Mrs. Kennedy arrived. I could not be. I could definitely not be a news reporter because any late breaking thing, like, oh shit. Like every day. I could never be a news. Fuck. That's why I couldn't be a doctor. My my sister in law was telling me about, she goes, oh, I have this, this, um, this chemical rash that she ended up getting from, from just a reaction that she took from a pill. And she told me what it looked like, and I was like, oh, Jesus, God, that would be me if I were a doctor. If you lifted something up, I'm like, that looks like shit. Oh, you should see a doctor. Oh, wait. <laughs> like if you're a dentist, like, oh, oh, Has it wow. always smelled like that? You never flossed? It, it shouldn't ooze, right? Do you own it? Have you seen it? Have you seen floss? Hey, hey. That's always the issue when you go to the dentist, though. This is what makes me nervous about going to the dentist. And right. I floss regularly, but those bitches will always do... Have you been flossing? Well, that's their, that's their job. Yeah, but is it? does it have to be laced with judgment? Is shade their job? Well, they only see you once a year. Right? Well, twice if you're on top of it, every six months. True. There was a time when I went eight years without going to the dentist. <laughs> I, know, I know how that makes that is you feel. Absolutely. Anytime someone says something like that to me, I usually take a step back. I'm because dental was, well, I mean, and dental look at is my, what? Dental is as what? a coverage, there is not a lot of dental coverage anymore. Remember when it was always medical dental and they always came together? How much does your Orange Theory classes cost? Oh, don't. <laughs> don't you bring fitness into this. Because the tightness of my ass is more important than my molars at a certain point. The Everybody mouth sees is that. the gateway to disease. If I your mouth you're... isn't taken care of, my mouth is my gateway to hell. If you see I'll what say. I put in it every day and you see what comes I'm out looking of it, at him. Oh! I'm looking at him. <laughs> Patrick, stop. We are off to the races this morning. Well, this is like an English day. It's very, rain it's rainy and it's cozy and I could do with tea and a crumpet. <gasps> Maybe I'll go and get a gluten-free scone after this. Who's in? That sounds great. I know. I'll just chew this paper instead. You mean this paper? This just in. This just in from the weather desk. Oh, I'm very excited to tune in with the our resident meteorologist. Oh, 
What? Oh. By the, the way, I saw the your royal friend. Vagine. The royal vagine will now be taken care of. Can you imagine of. getting I always maxi pads? She gets her tampons delivered on a little silver platter every day. Ma'am. Butler. I, your, your Majesty, your tampons already. I think that's how they pronounce it. <laughs> I would like a sanitary napkin, please. <laughs> oh, why that's no OBs. The for word me. napkin. Always. No applicator necessary. Prince Andrew will do it for yes. me. Andrew, it's a heavy day. Don't worry, I didn't sit in cherries. Okay, well, uh, I didn't take it to that. Well, <laughs> do you think, um, do you remember that TV show, the talk show Attitudes? No, but I can already see the font without you. Just, I think it was like on Lifetime with what's her name from. Um, was it Hot Pink Font that had like. Z instead of S. Yes. Nora Dunn did a spoof on that um, on SNL. And the the real girl was on some soap opera. Now I can't think. Linda Dano. It was Ooh. Linda Dano who, I mean, think of Chico's and then it's basically what Linda Dano's wearing. Like big <sighs> statement earrings. Big like, a, you know, like gauzy everything. And just like really breathy. Like, sometimes I like to go in your house and I like to rearrange your furniture. <laughs> Wait. And like holding that gaze because she's from the the soap world where it's like, and say what you have to say and then hold it. Keep holding, holding, holding. Music, crescendo, holding, holding. And all she's doing is like, can I get, can I see the manager, please? And then it just. <laughs> Foggy fade. <laughs> Everything's entirely out of focus. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm bringing up pictures of what? <laughs> Am I right? This is, is that Linda real? Dano. Wait, was Linda Dano the blonde or the brunette? The br- the brunette. This, why are we not doing this for Halloween? I'll do it for Halloween. Oh, and there's a picture of her on the cover of TV Week, and I read it really quickly, and I thought it said twerk. I got very excited that this word has been around for longer than the last two years. This Linda is- Dano. Judy Tenuta was on Attitudes with Linda Dano, and there is a picture of Judy Tenuta looking like she's mid-stroke. Well, I mean. She kind of looks like that painting that somebody tried to recreate, that, like, biblical painting of just, like, a monk looking, you know, kind of duck-faced. But then somebody tried to recreate or fix the painting, and it ended up looking like they were melting. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? Like, just feathers. (gasps) Just... The epitome of a glamour shot. Yes, and then here she is as Cicely Tyson. That's not Kris Jenner? No, that's Linda Dano. (laughs) I need people, whoever is starting to do makeup artists for older women, stop stop tracing their eyes so we know where they are. We got it. Stop drawing an entirely new face on their face. The contouring and the highlighting is getting out of control. Who's ever doing that to Sarah Jessica Parker should be shot. Oh, Superman. Oh, my God. I don't God. know. This is fantastic. <gasps> this it is. Image. Look at that. That's Kneel like the- before Zod. <laughs> this- I'm Linda got a Wim- She has a Wimbledon trophy on her ear for her earring. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Let me- and she looks like, what's her name from Superman? Oh, that is fantastic. Kneel no, she's before just- Zod. She's wearing a 45 on her left ear. <laughs> She's like, this has always brought me luck. It's the Bengals walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> Did you get this off of my my car wheel? <laughs> Dear God, Linda Dano's my new hero. I'm going to go with her for Halloween. 
She's Who a needs a neck? I'm a marshmallow peep. <laughs> this image of her in this yellow you coat know what? with a turtleneck pulled up to her ears. I, I'm guessing this is a joke or she's really cold on this photo No, shoot. text Jim that picture because we're going to put that on the Instagram, first of all. And second of all, cheers to her. She's just figured out a way out of having plastic surgery on her neck. If you can get, why can't this be the trend that we have like a chunky turtleneck Diane Keaton style that we just pull right up to the bottom of our nose? This is like this is Linda Dano in Paris is Burning 2. Wait, so Attitudes was like a daytime talk show? And Laura Dunn used to do this thing. She's like, welcome to Attitudes. Because their, <laughs> their um, shoulder pads were so pronounced that she, that she made it like a thing. She's like. I anyway. want nothing more than to be this woman for Halloween now. You should. She's got a wrap around her hair. There's lots of great pictures here. One of the best graffitis I've ever seen on the subway was when Sarah Jessica Parker did Failure to Launch with Matthew McConaughey, and somebody crossed out the word launch and put the word laugh. And I just liked it. I appreciated that. It was mm. smart graffiti. I'm, well, I'm failing to laugh at that right now. I'm sorry. I Do you want to go back to Linda Dano? Would that make things better? Hi. <laughs> I, oh, really oh. Wish, I really wish you would um We're getting Google the finger. Skit. We're getting the finger. I got it this morning. Move it. Welcome, Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy, comedy advice podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> uh, I'm your host. Uh, I'm your host. Oh, no, wait. I'm your host, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Classic. J- JTT. JTT. And you are. I'm Melba Moore. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar and the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Jesus Christ. You you got it before the jam starts? <laughs> of course he did. That's like getting all the way to the entrance of Studio 54, and then right as you're about to get to the dance floor, they're like, sorry, it's closed. Yeah, Wait, not what? Not here. We always talk about Studio 54 like we were there. I was. That was so triumphant. That opening was more triumphant than our fart jokes, so hmm. we have to live up to that music now. I can do that. Jesus Christ, Mahabar. Do you see what I did there? I combined. I did. You're very talented. So we're here again. We're here again giving you funnies. Like Peter Cetera. Funnies. Here we are again. Here we are again. I don't even know what that is. Why? why I was going to try to sing it, but I don't know what it is. Whatever happened to Peter Cetera? Is he still alive? Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the song that he sang with This Cher. just in. Still alive, still singing. Here we are again with Cher, and taking an angry dump on the two train platform. <laughs> Peter Cetera. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes. So we are bringing you old school advice to new school problems. We're taking a look back. We're peeking over our shoulders, looking behind at the women who came before us on massive shoulder pads. We stand on the hair of Ann Landers and Dear Abby to bring you our versions of their advice columns. So please 
write to us. Tell them where they can email us their advice questions. Dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Good job. What's our website? www.dearpodofficial. Oh, another what? week, another www. What? It, it's right here on the card. Oh, I know. We don't need it anymore, though. Well, it says visit us at www.dearpodofficial.com. That's because my husband is stupid. We don't need three W's anymore. We are living in the now. Time is of the essence. Do you know how much time it takes to write three W's down? Probably not long at all. Well, anyway. I have a slow wrist. And where can they find us? Well, you can find us on Stitcher. Well, you can find us on Stitcher and uh, Apple Podcasts. And Spotify. Spotify. And Pocket Casts. Yeah, on Twitter, on MySpace, on Instagram. On on Friendster. Facebook, on JDate. You can find us everywhere. On Farmers Only. <laughs> on on um, Skillet. I don't know. There's that, a lot. There's something good. for everybody, as we will discuss later. Skillet porn. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure I'm yeah. if you, whatever you're into, there is something for you out there. Yeah. Whatever your kink may be. Yeah. If you're into skillets, lay cruset away, baby. Yes. You like that? Yeah. I'm just wondering if lay cruset is actually a skillet. You can buy a skillet from Lake Cruzet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? They uh-huh. have they have a vast array of products. I'm sure they do. They are Aaron. not just crock pots anymore. All right, let's get to it. Well, today's topic is what? Once again, we bring back the grab bag. So put your hands in my bags and let's see what we pull out. Well, I'd have to find the bags first to put my hands on them. My fun bags. What? I always like doing the grab bag. It's a nice palate cleanser because we've been doing a lot of themes lately. Correct, we've had correct. a lot of specifics. But this time we just get a place where we can we get, express yeah, ourselves. We get down and dirty. We can find articles that have nothing to do with anything but are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so an unlubed fist just going deep inside that orifice to pull out whatever we can yeah. and talk about it. Talk about our finds. I did the dad's knees four times on the train today. But that's okay. I'm fine with you doing that because it's your way of bringing down the MTA. But I didn't even, I couldn't control. I was trying to be quiet because it was a quiet car. Oh, the hell with that. Like anybody actually lives by those rules. Well, I know that. Except when it's nine to five and my friend Tim said that he got on the quiet car and he tried to open up a protein bar and somebody shot him the nastiest look he's ever seen. And then he stopped eating his protein bar because it was too loud for the quiet car. Oh, okay. That's how intense they get in the nine to five range. What a way to make a living. Working nine to five, yeah. shitting on the quiet car as I am. You talk a lot about poop, lady. Don't we all? All right, so let's get not. to it. I'm very excited to see what you've pulled up. Speaking of poop, I do have one very interesting article that, yes, has to do with a human secretion, but I hope that we will find it entertaining. Human nonetheless. surprise. Surprise, surprise. Why don't you kick us off? Kick it. Kick it. Come on, Ray. Ray? I don't know. Ray. Ray. uh, Ray Leota. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, Ray Leota's in the building. I'm so excited to see him and try his his marinara sauce. I'm sure that it's absolutely lovely. I once visited Mother in jail, and I put um, Shiv and a manicotti, and... I covered it. She was never in jail. I'm sure I'm related to someone who was once in prison. <laughs> All right, give but, it to but me. But yet you don't know who her father was. Vince Manelli. He made lovely marinara sauce. Or her stepfather. 
John Luft. Sid Luft. Jason Luft. Oh! <laughs> Gregory Luft. Any of the Luft. And my, my gorgeous sister, Stephanie Luft. 99 Luft balloons. <laughs> Do you think that song was inspired by my father? <laughs> 99 Luftballons. Fun fact, 99 Luftballons was actually about my father's testicles. <laughs> Never suppress a laugh in my presence. You're going to blow the back of your head off. <laughs> Do it to me. Do it to me one more time. What? Read the goddamn letter. Okay. Just wanted to stay so for the. I know. <laughs> We're just having a good time. We're creating content. Yeah, you don't have to take We're a close out to have creators. a good time. Yeah. yeah, We're just content creators. I'm just like, here. I'm just an influencer. I'm just building James. my brand over here. Do you mm. mind? I'm building my brand, though. Mommy content. <laughs> If there's two words that I hate together so much. Okay, <laughs> okay here we go. Go for it. <laughs> Monday, October 27th, 1958. Brownsville, Texas. El Geraldo de Brownsville. I, I'm, Take I'm, it in the Brownsville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dear Abby. I'm not the kind of person who makes a habit of sticking my nose in, neighbors, in my neighbor's business. Right. But I hate to see anybody taken advantage of. This poor elderly oh that was misspelled. Poor elderly lady was sold these They're terrible. They don't editors. have an editor. I know. And this poor elderly lady was sold a bill of goods and is seriously considering investing her life savings in a very shaky deal. Her quote unquote financial advisor tells her that her dead son is guiding the whole deal by communication with her through the Ouija board. Oh, if you believe that you can communicate with the dead by means of a game bought in a toy department, please ignore this letter. Otherwise, please help this poor soul and state your opinion. Signed, Concerned. Dear Concerned, the Ouija board is spelling out F-R-A-U-D. Tell your neighbor that the place to get some financial advice is from her banker. Advice is from her banker. The Ouija board operator is a faker and should be investigated. I did not think that you were going to spell F-R-A-U-D. Because I'm a five-year-old child, I, it would have been funny if she was like, the Ouija board is spelling F-A-R-T. Don't do it. But why would she do that? I don't know. It was just where my board. brain went. Of all the things she could have spelled out. Have you ever used a Ouija board? Of course I did. When I was a kid, I used it all the time. It told me I was going to get married at 27. F R A U D F A R T N O W F F I say Foff. Foff. Foff off. You better foff yourself. You got one life to live. I yes, I used the Ouija board when I was a kid. Did you? Um I think I did. I mean it's just garbage. I don't understand why people are really... I don't know why this is a oh, thing. I'm very open to suggestion, and I really believed that it was moving on its own. Whoa. I'm a simple child. I, <laughs> I still guess. would believe it to this day. Like, I don't tempt fate. I, I don't even want it in the house. I would never want it in the house. I've seen the movie Ouija. Even if you burn it, you've already invited something in. You've already opened up a portal. I just wouldn't mess with it. 
what did you invite? You invite, invited something in from Hasbro. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's going to sell me something else. Yeah. If you don't close that portal, you're going to end up with Twister <clears throat> in operation. No, I, 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 I don't mess with that stuff. It feels very, mm, it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous that someone buys into it because it's a piece of plastic and a piece of press board. Well, but more importantly, Stupidity. how come this chick oh. is not giving her money to some prince in Cambodia? Well, because it's 1958 and no one has emailed her yet because she doesn't have it. Or a phone. No, the, she does <laughs> she, have a phone. She, yeah, but it's the kind that you have to put up to your ear and you have to tap the little thing and say, Klondike 5. Mm-hmm. Operator, operator. Looking for Klondike 5, 3428. I'll connect you. <laughs> Line is busy. Yeah, I would not mess with a Ouija board just in general. But moreover, I would definitely how did go to she a know as the neighbor? I mean, how involved are you in neighbors? Apparently business? she knows. Well, she, she's like Gladys Kravitz. She's like, I'm not the kind of person who makes the habit of sticking my nose into anybody else's business. You just basically said that you do. But how specific is that? She probably She's probably out in front going through her trash. I was about to say, she's probably the one who's running the scam. She's she, asking she's, uh, she's Abby's. Like, I'm just going through your trash. Are these recyclables? <laughs> these bank statements? Looks like this is terrible. She's writing you get to Abby one bananas. to make sure that she can get away with it. Probably. She's the one who's running this scam. That's my theory. That's but then I go theory. five layers deep, always. Oh, um, I, like we're New York City-fied people, and, and we don't bother in each other's business. I would probably just sit back with popcorn and watch what would happen. Well, that's sad. Well, would you? Do you know everything that happens with your neighbors? Yeah, I can look directly into them. Only when they're, well, that's <laughs> that's just good TV. I don't know. Sometimes it's a little aggressive. Oh, uh, but you are aware of who these people are? Do they? Do you guys talk to each other? Like yeah. all my years living in the city, I never talked to a neighbor. I never well, looked them in the that's eye. That's some like weird, like Woody Allen, Will and Grace yeah. stereotype that has been perpetuated. No, I know my neighbor's. No, that's me. I don't trust people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you live in a home, and I live in an apartment complex. Well, we've we've changed now. It's not really a complex; it's just a building. But I don't know what's going on with my neighbors to that extent. I don't know how what their mail is and like what what kind of information they're receiving. Well, I don't go through my neighbor's mail. Did she share this with her across the street? I don't know her. I don't. Well, let's I, go I'm back. Just reading, I'm just reading what. Up in the wayback machine, I have more questions. I'm I'm guessing that this old bitch just told this younger bitch <laughs> what had happened. That's all I that's all I can gather. I don't know her, Aaron. I don't know her. Oh, I don't like it when you say my like, name. It makes me very nervous. Like Mariah Carey, I don't know her. Oh, just like Mariah Carey, I don't like her. All right, go ahead. For the Daily Republic from Mitchell, South Dakota, where December nineteenth, nineteen seventy-two. Ah. Thursday. Nope, a Tuesday. Sorry, can't read. Mm, that's okay. Here we go. And again, not burying the lead. The title of this is Weak Kidneys Not a Bit Bashful. Wait, wait we or weak? Weak. Oh. oh. I'm sorry. I'll enunciate next That would be great. I'll hit the Ks. Okay. Dear Ann Landers, I feel sorry for anyone who is so inhibited that he can't urinate in the presence of others. <laughs> but I'd gladly change troubles with the man who signed himself... Bashful kidneys. My problem is just the opposite. I'm a woman, 33. In all my life, I have suffered from suggestible kidneys. 
Whenever I see a water fountain, a picture of a river or a lake, or hear the sound of a dripping faucet, I have to head for the ladies' room. Same. I've gotten so it's gotten so bad that a joke about Niagara Falls is enough to set me off. I've seen a urologist, a kidney specialist, and a gynecologist. They all say nothing is physically wrong with me, that it's psychological, and I'll just have to overcome it. But nobody tells me how. Any suggestions? Signed, Comfort Station Connie. Mm. Connie? Yeah. She just wanted something to go with Comfort, comfort Station, I think. Sure. Dear Connie, it sounds as if the triggering mechanism is automatic, which means you're going to have a hard time changing it. Try substituting contrasting mental images. A desert scene, a camel, palm trees, a blistering sun, miles of sand, thirst. Oops, better forget that last one. It might suggest a drink of water. Well-established behavioral patterns are difficult to alter, but it can be done with determination. And that sounds like you wrote it. It does sound like I wrote it. <laughs> Why do you think I'm channeling? It, it's, it Maybe sounds, the Ouija board is in this house. <laughs> the Ouija board says I am officially Atlantis now. We have become think one. Think of a cactus. Think of a porcupine. Think of your own vagina. Think, think of, of things, my vagina. Think of things that are dry. My humor. My vagine. My sister's vagine. <laughs> what are we playing, Pyramid? Things that are dry. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> have we have we tapped, tapped this? That one? <laughs> I think we have tapped this one out. Have we tapped your nation? Yeah, so I'm gonna go wipe front to back and you start the next one. That's disgusting. What that's disgusting. Front to back. You don't want to give yourself a urinary tract infection. Is this only I'm guessing this is only for females. Female. Front to have back. Have you had to wipe Does your fish? So do you go from the back and then you have that, to go... Or you you can't go from the front? You can you, enter from the front and push back, but I choose not to. I like to do the old reach back. This is just... Because I figure, why not get a stretch that, while you're... Things I didn't need to know. <laughs> things that are dry. Why things I didn't need to know. Things that make me vomit. <laughs> things that keep me up at night. Aaron! Things that make me never want to come back ding, to the ding, Pineapple ding, Ranch. Ding, ding. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> Kenosha News, D -d 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 from Kenosha, Wisconsin, Wednesday, October 21st, 1992. Mm. I was a sophomore in high school. Dear Abby, this is the response from the letter. Oh, wait. Sorry. I knew your papers. Oh, my Christ on a bike. Change that. Strike that. Reverse it. Strike it. Del Rio News Herald, Del Rio, Texas. Mm. Thursday, October 28th. 1976. I was just a few months old. But a fetus. Dear, I wasn't a fetus. I was born. I was speaking okay. of myself. Dear Abby. Oh, the title of it is Sex Doc Says, Think on Young Things. Oh. It's creepy. Dear Abby, I wish you would please stop sending people to doctors just because they aren't sex maniacs. My husband, at 58, mind you, started listening to all those sex-crazy men at work and decided that something must be wrong with him because he lost interest in sex. Then he went to his doctor, who told him that some sex expert named Kinsey took a vote and found out that most men never wear out. That's all caps. Oh. Now, really, I wonder who he asked. 
probably a lot of men who were ashamed to tell the truth. Well, anyhow, this doctor told my husband if he wanted to get his manhood back, he should imagine that he was in bed with a beautiful young woman he had seen in the movies or on TV. How do you like the nerve of that doctor giving my husband permission to think all those filthy, adulterous thoughts while he was in bed with me? I'm a God-fearing, church-going woman, Abby, <laughs> and I think that doctor should lose his license for handing out immoral advice. Your opinion, please. Signed, Disgusted in Atlanta. I'm a God-fearing, terrifying-looking, jaw-clenched, hideous monster, and my husband should think of me when it comes to sexy, sexy time. I haven't been to the dentist in 17 years, and I like peanut butter for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I had all my teeth removed. I've sewn up my own vagina with my sewing kit. (laughs) Ew. And I never use the bathroom in public or in private. I just keep it in. My breasts have been hanging lower than my knees for the past 25 years, and when I lay onto my back, they fall to my side, so they look like emergency flotation devices. Why doesn't he think of me when we are having sexy, sexy time? Dear Disgusted, Although fantasies are part of every normal person's life, there is a biblical injunction against thinking adulterous thoughts. If such advice were given by a preacher, he might lose his license to preach. But doctors aren't preachers. Yeah, because stopping yourself from thinking any thoughts couldn't possibly back up on you in any other way. Why the hell would you tell your wife what this doctor said? Sorry, your wife's a nag, so why don't you think of like Christy Brinkley? Oh, nice like, I'll reference. give you Christy Brinkley. I'll give you Christy Brinkley right up your ass. <laughs> think of me. Look at me. Now bone me. But not too hard, not too soft, just right, and only for five more seconds. I gotta go. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's 1992. Are we still thinking of Christy Brinkley? It's 1976. Google. Oh, oh, that's right. I was back on the... Okay, so 76. Yeah, okay, that's valid. Was she even on the scene at that point? Probably not. I mean, come on. If you can think of Linda Dano while we're getting it on, that's absolutely fine. You take her shoulder pads, very relaxing, hold on to them with both hands, and ride her into the night. Think of Dumbo and then look at me. Now fuck Dumbo. (laughs) Fuck it till the peanuts come out. Sure, I look like vomit personified, but if you're not dreaming of me when we're together... This thing is not going to work. I like the idea that God could clock the thoughts like that. That's, that's what they're saying, is that God does, God does not approve of fantasizing about other people. Right. How do you know? He made everybody. Yeah. Maybe he wants you to think of them. He created the water into wine. Am I correct? He's like, God, I'm so fucking thirsty right now. I wish I had a drink. Oh, I'm good. You know what's better than water? You know what? <laughs> I'll just make it. I know. This party sucks. Anybody want some wine? Me too. Look at your glass. Look at your glass. You got some wine and you got, he turned into Oprah. You got some wine and you got some wine and you got some, everybody walk on water. He is the best person to invite to a party. He did that as a trick. I love when Jesus comes over. When Jesus comes over, everybody gets high. I'm out of chips. Oh yeah? You get a chip and you get a chip. Pringles, Lay's, everybody, everybody gets chips. Look under your chair. Everyone gets a new car. But Jesus if, is amazing. But who's going to pay for the insurance? Oh, well, I'm out no. on that one. I gave you the fucking Sorry, car. Sorry, I have a... I, I gave have, you the car. I'm wearing sandals. I don't even have a car. That's not my cross to yeah. die on. <laughs> Mother? <laughs> if Jesus came around nowadays, he'd turn everything into white cloth seltzer. Why? Because that's the new trend. 
It's more dietetic than wine. Dietetic? Boozy seltzer? Mm. Have you not had White Claw yet? Yeah, it's gross. Oh, I love it. Mango specifically. Black cherry is, you know, I won't turn my nose up Mm. to it. But there's Mm. something in that that makes you have to pee all the time. So weak kidneys, not a bit bashful. Phil. Be careful. I can see your out it's, showing. It's, it's Sunday. <laughs> what they, more do we have to say on this? I don't even know where we went off on a tangent. Don't well, think about other people. We when weren't you're... going off on a tangent. We were talking about. Well, it was tangent immoral specific thoughts. to this. Have you had immoral thoughts, Patrick? I'm having one right now. Oh. Don't look at me when you say that ever again <laughs> because now I'm uncomfortable, frankly. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah. I do have a, a carrot top fantasy. No! So that's why I'm looking at you. Nobody like that. in this lifetime has ever thought of Carrot Top when they're with another person, including Carrot Top. Even he's like, I can't think about myself having sex right now. Why would you think of yourself having sex? Actually, he probably would. Oh, have I can't you wait to fuck bot? myself later. I'd fuck me. Uh, oh, yeah. You want, You're really you good want at to fuck that. me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck I love- me. <laughs> Wait, what if That's Liza Minnelli were in classic movies? Liza like- Minnelli's car breaks down in front of Buffalo Bill's house. Can Dorothy. I use your bathroom? I got weak kidneys. Uh, oh, yeah. Aren't you that really big drunk girl? Oh, God, yes. How did you know? Would you like me to sign your, sign your skin suit? Uh, no thanks. Why are you walking like your knees are stuck together, darling? Uh, I'm Just tape I'm just, it. No, I'm just... Oh, tuck really and tape, like, that's what I do every morning. I really like to tuck. You want something to drink? Oh, God, yeah. Do you have any white claw mango seltzer? Oh, uh, let me check. There's so many butterflies in here. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, God, you really love plant life, don't you? <laughs> I had a fern once, but I killed it, and then I smoked it. Oh. Do you have a bathroom, or is it just that outhouse? What are those corn cobs doing on the side? Oh, be careful. Wipe from front to back with those. Otherwise, you're going to get a urinary tract infection. I once had one so bad, I had to cancel five performances at the Palace Theater. Oh, right this way. Could you speak up, darling? I can't hear you when your voice is back in your throat like that. You got to play to the back of the house and go, Mama! Hey! It's just... I think someone just turned my mic down <laughs> or off. I'm moving along because I'm getting the signal from our jewels to move it along again. Move it. Move it. You got to move it. Move it. I'm very excited for this next one. Well, this comes from The Daily Item, Sunbury, Ooh. Pennsylvania. I think of you as The Daily Item. I am quite the dish. October 9th, 1987, a Friday. Ah. Title, Helmet Sirs is Aphrodisiac. What? Surprise. Hellman's or helmet? Helmet. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Bring out the Hellman's and bring Bring out out the the best. best. (laughs) Who was raised by television? (laughs) We were. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Before before my weak kidneys Mm. get bashful. Hellman's. Oh, Dear Ann Landers, <laughs> shit, woof, woof, this is from the Daily Item, Sunbury, Pennsylvania, October 9th, 1987. 
Dear Ann Landers, when you read my problem, you'll know why I can't ask anyone else. I've been going with this perfectly lovely woman who is 27 years old, teaches high school English, and sings in the church choir. After several months of courting, we decided to have sex. She informed me that in order that in order for her to have complete satisfaction, I must wear my motorcycle helmet to bed. I did as she suggested, but it was quite uncomfortable for me. She, however, had a great time. Just how kinky is this? I hope to marry the woman and would not like to carry on this way forever. Can you help me? Mr. D in Nevada. Did he really have to sign it, D? Come on. I don't know, because you sound like Rick Dees. <laughs> I'm Rick Dees. I'm Rick Dees. And, and I'm is... wearing a motorcycle helmet to bed. Let's hear the new one from Phil Collins. <laughs> Dear Mr. D, I'd say it is a bit weird, but no crazier than some of the other stuff that shows up in the Daily Mail. If this pleases you, lady, keep it up for a while, then suggest that she wear the motorcycle helmet. <laughs> Perhaps when she discovers how uncomfortable it is, she will give up on the idea. It is like I wrote the answers to it these is, this week. It, it is. Maybe she just wants a cool rider. I want a cool rider. Maybe she wants you to wear the helmet to bed so she doesn't have to look at your disgusting face. Things. Could, that's a possibility. That's an option. Nothing kinkier than when me and my jo- I make my jewels dressed up as a scarecrow and we play Wizard of Oz. Wouldn't she like be concerned about? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't she be concerned about like a concussion? Because that a, a helmet is heavy. Oh yeah, God forbid if you make one. So wrong she's obviously move. on top. Because Not if obviously. He, if, he clam- if he climaxes and then collapses on her, he'll probably kill her. He'll knock her out. Yeah, yeah. he'll definitely dent her skull. Yeah, I'd be very aware oh, no, no, no. of that. Oh, look, have you ever requested anybody you've ever been with wear something specific and kinky to bed? I'm just happy that they're there. <laughs> and alive. Bro. And not inflatable. It's the simple things. Why would I want to clean up afterwards? Well, if the motorcycle helmet, it's not that much of a I'm cleanup. I'm talking about an inflatable item. Oh. Yeah, there's the whole having to deflate and roll up and... And bleach. Yeah. Well, I'm I wouldn't even think that far in advance. It's just more... I'm thinking about those, you know, air mattresses and how complicated they are, too. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a blow-up doll to fuck. Well, same thing. I mean, there, Why there's an inflation. Why would I fuck an air mattress? That's Why so not? Stupid. It's there. Well, that's a large But person. then you'd have to use it again. Right. And there's a lot of sealing up to do. I guess. Motorcycle helmets. Motorcycle. Hey, wow. After all this kinky talk, I can't think of a better transition to call my mother. It's time. Time for the moth report. Time to call my mother and find out what the weather is like where she's standing. Hey, what's the over-under that she says that rain is coming up our way? Just just staying this, just right. taking a bit right off. I wonder if she's wet. Stop it, Patrick, right now, right now, or I will end this podcast it's, forever, it's, it's, and I'll replace you with someone inflatable. Hello? Oh. Hello? Oh. <laughs> you okay? Did you I just... just a coughing fit. Hello? I'm good now. I'm good now. Are How you, are you this morning? <laughs> did you have a coughing fit because of your GERDs? Uh, yes, we don't have to tell the world that I have GERDs. The world you? already knows that Too you late. have GERDs. <laughs> Well, it sounds kind of disgusting. At it least sure it does. It sh- it's not my fault. Kind of. Gastrointestinal. Indigestion. Indigestion. That's the, 
easiest way to say it. <laughs> you got reflux, kid. Yeah, yeah, and I just had a couple of eggs, so. Ooh. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hi. Now, hi. Now that we've known what you've ingested for the morning, how are you doing? How's it coming out? Oh, it's a horrible day. It's horrible. It's raining. It's it's cloudy. It's I have nothing to do. And I just listened to your iPod from last time. iPod and I found out or iPod? I, what, uh, your, your podcast, your podcast. I bet. I'm not even going to say a word. What, what, what? And what did you think of our iPod from last well, week? Well, I'm mad at your father for sending you between two trucks to go to the bathroom. Why do I get my hands around his throat? I can't believe he did that. Look, he oh. was. His head was in the game. It wasn't his fault, man. He was trying to oh, bring no, that Babe no, Ruth no. League Red Sox team to a victory, and he couldn't be bothered with his daughter's delicate. I, uh, Bladder. I'm horrified. I, I'm just, and this is the first time I've heard about that. I threw so, out those pants and I never told it's you. So not going to be a good day. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you had to learn to 30 years uh, later. Yeah, right, right. Thank you for that. So it's not uh, going to be a good day because it's raining or because you found out that I had to pee between two trucks? Well, both actually, but it is going to pour. I'm sure it's raining in your neck of the woods right now. Um, it should end around four o'clock for you, but it's going to continue on through the night for us. Oh, okay. So yeah. we're, we we have some reprieve coming at four o'clock. Is it going to be yes. sunnier tomorrow? Uh, yes, yes. However, we aren't going to see the sun for like a week. Uh oh. <gasps> this is horrific. That's what I hate about this time of year. It's so dark. It's so um, depressing. So I think I'll have to go to the mall or something. I was going to go to Tommy's football game today, but. He got a cold, so I'm sitting here in my Patriots gear with no place to go. Oh, so well, wear that shirt out, girl. I will go to the. I will <laughs> get get that Patriot shirt out into the Burlington Mall. Where do you shop when it's raining out? This is what this is an important thing that people should know. If it is a gloomy day, how you can deal with the glooms? That's right. I'm either going to go to the pharmacy because. I don't know what to cook. I'm sick of planning meals. I'm just in a bad mood today. Oh! Uh, I don't know what to cook, so I'm going to go to the mall. <laughs> oh, you're going to go eat at the mall, or you're going to... What no, are you going to do? I'll bring back an old sandwich for your father. That's all he <laughs> deserves after what he did to you. Good God. <laughs> don't get him a new sandwich. Get him an old one. Definitely find it. He is an old sandwich. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. Wow. Well, he's full of oh, bologna. God. There you go. Helmets. Helmets. Almost into November now, Catherine so. Hey, what's your favorite kind of mayonnaise? My favorite is Cane's natural mayonnaise, not below fat, not the fat free, the real thing. In the words of Ina Garden, you need a really good mayonnaise. Exactly, and it's Cane's. I will not buy anything else. What about Hellman's? Have you ever had Hellman's? I have. Hellman's has a little bit of a funny taste. I don't know. She has a connoisseur of mayonnaise. You should know this. Yes, yes. Mayonnaise, mayonnaise and I mean, ice there's cream. only really a couple, unless you're by the store brand, but I mean, mayonnaise is mayonnaise. It's one of my favorite things, actually. I love mayonnaise. She has, she, she's a bit of a savant when it comes to certain flavors. You should know this, Patty. Like on her epitaph, it will read, that wasn't real vanilla. Yes. Yeah. If anybody dares use the fake stuff, mm -hmm. their dish is ruined. Ruined. And she has very specific opinions on butterscotch. I know this has nothing to do with the weather, but, you know, no, you, you like to eat when it's rainy and crappy outside. I don't like to eat And mayonnaise. don't let somebody call something butterscotch if it's really caramel. 
They're trying to trick me. This warning was sent out to the universe by my mother. Yes. I get it. There is a difference between butterscotch and caramel. A world of difference. A world. I'm aware. Hey, are you aware? Are we going to have sun tomorrow? Is it going to be gray for us for the next week? It's going to be sunny for you tomorrow. Lucky you. Oh, aren't we? Bastards. Yeah, you're going to see the sun a couple of times this week, but we are not. I am so sorry. We're kind of socked in up here, so... Uh, well, so get yourself to Kohl's. <laughs> get your Kohl's cash and get out there and start spending, honey. Yeah, maybe I need something new to keep my spirits up. I'll buy some earrings or something. Ooh, earrings <laughs> never go out of style. That's right. I keep losing them. I lose one all the time. Oh, where's so the I other have to one go. Going? I mean, couldn't you buy one earring? Wouldn't it be nice if you could just Cindy buy Lopper one? Does. Pirates do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Arr, yeah. yeah. Arr, me hearty. Mr. Clean. Yeah. Mr. Clean, yes, that's true. He's a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I mean, really Did you? This is the game. first time my mother's hearing this, so be gentle with her. Mr. Clean is a gay man. Well, the shirt is, he's, <laughs> all of his whites are clean and tight. <laughs> his whites are clean and tight. You know, it is a very tight t-shirt. A lot of nipples. Shows off his pecs. <laughs> He's a Chelsea gay. And an earring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you're right. Oh. <laughs> so you've learned something new today. Yes, yes. Good. Does that, that brighten up your, your, your weekend? You may have been in no, uh, not a really. relationship with the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> oh, oh. Crossing. Okay. It's say, oh, <laughs> Patrick's breaking the pineapple ranch. So we have to go now and, and try to okay. fix uh, the lamp that okay. he just broke. All right. Well, uh, you have a nice remainder of the weekend. You too. And I will talk with you soon. Keep your Goodbye, spirits guys. up. Bye. Oh, even Goodbye. though it's Happy raining. Sunday. Bye. Love you guys. Love you. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it sends the same way. We get the love from her. We do. And now she's probably going to go and look at her cleaning products and be like, you son of a bitch. You didn't tell me. You didn't tell me. I had to find out from my friends online. I'm open-minded. Why didn't you come to me with this? And You've been f- cleaning my walls. And then she goes to the freezer and she's like, you son of a bitch. Why didn't you tell me you were why with did, him? Why didn't you tell me, Mr. Green Giant, that you and Mr. Clean were having a I, thing? Yeah. I'm in under my roof. So wait, let me get this straight then. Is Sprout your son too, Mr. Clean? Look me in the eye. Is Sprout your son? Yes or no? Yes or no? Is Sprout your son? Look at me! Look at me look and at tell me. me the truth! I'll take you on Don't Jerry look at Springer! Him. Look, you guys could Sprout have come to me. Sprout is your son! I am. <laughs> <laughs> She's on more. She's Mori, on Maury Povich with Sprout, Mr. 99% Clean. accuracy. Sprout, Sprout is your, your son! son. Ah! Well! After that very entertaining segment, it's time for segment number 55. Everybody's favorite segment. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to fuck you. If I could listen to me. If I could read your notes. I put him and man is all over you. And I'm Hellman's is getting so much free advertising this week. It's I'm going to use it tonight when I have sex. Oh, I'm going to use it this afternoon on Jules. Oh. When I make him a bologna sandwich. 
I'm going to get him an old sandwich. That's all he deserves. That's disgusting. Well. Do you have anything old? <laughs> what do you have that's about 30 years old? Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> you want me? I've been I, in the I'm okay. With... I'm not that hungry. Uh, no, Go can, back. Can I come home with you? I'd rather not. I can't see my hand in front of my face anymore. That's not your hand. Oh. Put your boob back in Jason, your Jason, is that you? It's always Jason. All right, it's time for some listen to mail. So if you don't know already, we are answering your advice questions this week, every week, last week, any week. So please write to us. Send us your questions to dearpotofficial at gmail.com. We enjoy reading them so much. We and really giving do. you answers in the style of Ann Landers we and really Dear do. Abby. Oh, yeah. Oh, my abs got a workout from all that. That was one big inhale. So now why don't you take it from here and give my abs a chance to relax and turn back into a two-liter? Mm. All right. Well, I will. As yes. soon as you can find them. As soon as I can find them. Here we go. Dear Pod, I am recently single and find myself ready and somewhat willing to date. It's been around ten years since I've been single and everyone... These days seems to suggest going online to meet people. I hesitantly, I hesitantly agreed, and now I find myself in a vortex of hell. Can you please explain why human beings are so incapable of communicating via dating apps? Additionally, do I have fair grounds to digitally yell at someone who starts an online conversation with what's shaken? Would a real person walk up to another real person in real life and ever say, what's shaking? Any advice you can offer regarding dating in 2019 and the godforsaken version of it that exists online would be greatly appreciated. Sincerely, hinged in hell. Operator, please connect me to Klondike 53948. Dear Hinged, Maybe before you get onto your chosen dating site, you should take a nice long lavender bath so you can meditate and relax. Jesus, kiddo, if you are so unnerved by someone saying, what's shaking, then you have a rude awakening in store when you open up your inbox. I don't know if Calgon will be able to take you away, but be prepared for unsolicited nudie pics and semi-witty introductions just waiting to tick you off. Dating apps, I'm afraid, are here to stay, so it's up to you to pass or play. Not everyone finds Mr. Right or Miss Right now online, but many do. We as a society have dumbed ourselves down with iPhones, computer games, Instagram, Faceplate, MySpace, Friendster, Pinterest, chat rooms, chat roulette, and don't even get me started with reality TV. We have abandoned the art of casual conversation and let it fall by the wayside like eye contact, chewing with your mouths closed and closing the door when you urinate. Try to make conversation with a millennial and an elevator will end with your head spinning around and foam cascading out of their mouth because they don't know how to properly communicate with their handheld, without their handheld advice, devices. We are now living in a lazy world where chiropractors are on speed dial from our black mirror deep diving and evading any personal possible personal contact. And a little news flash. If you are still keeping up with the Kardashians, you probably have been dead inside for the past five years. As you are fully aware, happy hours are filled with people just looking for a, f 
a fun after-work flirt fest. So don't be afraid to dust off your charms and strike up a conversation. You won't need an app if you don't want to. If you don't want to join in on the fun or conversation, then don't. But don't piss on someone else just to get the relief. The people on these apps are or happy hours have feelings and insecurities too. So just because someone summons up the nerve to say to you, what's shaking, and you just happen to not like it at that given time of day, doesn't mean you get to be the town ass bag. Being, <laughs> being the negative Nancy will eventually lead you to becoming that nasty little person in the corner drinking alone while the entire bar sings along to Margaritaville on two-for-one Blue Long Islands and bucket of apple pucker meningitis madness but all the while wishing someone would come to you and ask you to dance when the DJ puts on Ricky Martin's She Bangs. So what do I suggest? I suggest taking your electronic device to Marjorie's in the village and have her run the sage wand over it and shake you of that crappy little bug that has crawled up your ass so you can begin your season of dating on a positive note, free of, conversation, of the conversation gymnastics you are sure to put your possible suitors through. Live a little, kiddo tough love you know what love hurts town ass bag haven't we all been the town ass bag at some point i'm the mayor i have you're the mayor of ass town i'm the mayor of ass town <laughs> welcome to ass town parking in the rear <laughs> sorry it's full just had lunch you can you can have lunch with me down at the brown stock cafe <laughs> oh my god wow. that's disgusting it is isn't it well, let's hear what, what Anne has to say about such things. I would love to hear. I would love for you to tell Look, me. the only dick pic I've ever gotten from Jules is a wonderful picture of Dick Van Dyke. Sidebar. <laughs> Dear Hinge. That was Dick Van Dyke. I know it sure All was. Right. We'll get into Dick Cavett and Dick Van Patten after this question. I would rather not. Oh, who hasn't gotten into those town aspects? This person right here. <laughs> All right. Get deep inside. Dear Hinged, this is uncharted terrain for me, my dear. I met my jewels so long ago we didn't have electricity, much less the interwebs. Meeting on match meant we actually had to light one so we could see each other. <laughs> it's tough to swipe right on a stone tablet. There was no DMing each other. We start, when we started dating, we communicated the old-fashioned way. Carry a pigeon. Nowadays, dating is like going to an all-you-can-eat buffet, a virtual choose-your-own-adventure-for-your-heart, or in most cases, your nether regions. There's something for everyone online. There's not just Bumble and Tinder and Grinder anymore, no. You have Bristler for facial hair freaky deeks, Sizzle right. for bacon lovers, Farmers Only, that one is pretty self-explanatory, and a host of other wacky apps with one vowel missing. This brave new dating world brings with it a host of pros and cons. Pro, if you've always dreamed of meeting someone who loves dressing up like a panda on Tuesdays and Sundays, there's a site out there for you. Yes, this a la carte method of mating can get that specific. So if you want to skip the search for a man who loves mullets and Jane Austen and get right to hitting the bullseye, you gotta go online. It eliminates the middleman, the guesswork, and half of your better judgment. The cons are pretty obvious. Quantity does not equal quality. I severely doubt the person who coined the phrase you gotta kiss a lot of frogs before you find a prince anticipated that years later there would be a dating app for frog lovers. 
Yes, there are some garbage fire people out there. And yes, like a miner during the gold rush, it takes some time to sift through the crap to find the one shiny nugget that's perfect for you. It may all seem ridiculous and terminal, but the truth of the matter is, throughout history, dating has always been this stupid. If that's any reassurance. Whether it was raiding a village, clocking someone on the head with a club, or trading daughters for wool, history has shown us this process has never been easy. Did you know in 16th and 17th century Europe and America, the tradition of bundling was part of courtship? This was when young couples would share a bed fully clothed with a bundling board between them or a bolster cover tied over the girl's legs. The idea was to allow the couple to talk and get to know each other, but in the safe and warm confines of the girl's home. Think about that the next time you roll your eyes and have to swipe left. At least you didn't have at least you have the option of rejecting someone within three seconds while you're sitting on the shitter. My advice to you is to lighten up. Don't take this whole dating thing so seriously. Think of all the swiping and liking and tagging and sifting and dicing and sauteing as practice for when the real thing comes along. It'll be easy to spot the one after this boxing match style process of elimination. If you start to burn out, take a break. Sometimes when we're not looking, we find the thing we want. You could meet someone the way I met my jewels at a cigarette vending machine. Good luck out there, dearie, and happy swiping. And, oh, and P.S., what shaken is a perfectly acceptable opening line unless you're on Shaker, the dating app for people with Parkinson's? You're a terrible human being. (laughs) Operator, please connect me to hell. Please connect me to hell. <laughs> Klondike 5, H-E-L-L. Um, have you ever been on a dating application? No, ironically, right before I met my very own Jules, I had started to fill out an eHarmony profile. And luckily for me, the profile process was 563 pages, and I have ADD. So I made it through the first three pages and I said, I'll come back to this and literally met my now husband the next day. That eHarmony commercial with the Crypt Keeper who introduces like, I don't want you to find me anything. I don't even want you to find me. Tell me where the socks are. <laughs> Why I, is Phil Donahue like, telling me where I'm going to find my perfect date? He's like, date? isn't it great if you could help to find blah, 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 matchmaking, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I don't know. I... Is he the CEO of the company? Because he shouldn't be the face of their product. I don't know who he is. Is he still around? Again, I never used the app, so... Is I... he dead is the question. That eHarmony guy has been dead. It's a weekend at Bernie's thing. But I like how they like the juxtaposition between that and then the, like this will be the Natalie Cole song, The Everlasting Love. Oh. Like, this will be yeah. an everlasting like, love. Right. It's like, I don't give a shit what song you played. I'm still looking at you. <laughs> I'm still looking at like the equivalent of the quick roads guy. Are you to, on the app? Hey, do you want to get fucked? Listen, old man, I don't want you to talk to me about hooking up, period. Listen, Colonel, I want your chicken, <laughs> but not your options for dating. Yeah, but not your sausage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, take your corduroy coat and get the fuck off my TV. Are those elbow patches? <laughs> wow. No, have you ever been on anything? Um, I think I tried match for a second. And that's all it took. That's just for a second. Did for you actually second. go on any dates through Match? One. 
I went on a MySpace date. This was in date. Chicago. Like this is a long time ago. Oh, okay. This one match was brand new. This is when you had to use your computer, not your phone. Oh, hey, fun fact. My my own very personal Jules, he had his own match.com account, which was active up until about Yesterday. maybe three years ago. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Like he got an email saying hey. that a match came through yeah. and it was a friend of ours. And this was like seven years into dating. So you always have to have a backup. Yeah, it is. It is good to have an understudy. Yeah, you never no know. No lie. But man, I was like, that means that you've been paying this company. I think he did one of those rollovers, I think. Hey, it kept rolling over on my credit card. I completely forgot to deactivate my account. Again, you never know. You could die in any day. He needs a backup. Wow, these are really positive thoughts on a Sunday. If I keep eating the way I do, hey. Oh, really? Okay. Plant-based. Hi, Aaron. Oh, that's my water bottle. <laughs> I, my kidneys are really getting weak. We've got to move this along. Are oh. we ready for question number? I'm literally like, I have to wish, but I'm not. I'm not stopping this this train right well, now because there's another train right after this. Exactly, so it will plow through. Cuidado, cuidado. Eleven, eleven. Yes. All right. Question number two. Do do we? Number two. two. Mm. That's, let's not don't get, mention let's number not... two in front of me. We've talked about number two enough today. Dear pod. My fiance and I are making plans for our wedding next spring. We are elated. We find wait, I'm doing my voice now. Okay, hold. Dear Pod, my fiance and I are making plans for our wedding next spring. We are elated. We finally nailed down a location and have a massive guest list. We both have big families and many friends. As we start to make our wedding plans public, something terrible has happened. An ex-girlfriend of my fiance has gone off the deep end. They dated nearly 10 years ago, but she has been stalking him ever since. She has even gone so far as to reach out to me directly and make threats. With our wedding information out in the open, the ex has threatened to bring all of her friends, I honestly don't know how many friends this girl has, it can't be that many, to our wedding to crash and ruin it. We are having a destination wedding and I can alert the resort to this threat, but what do we do in the meantime? I couldn't be more excited for our big day. But this woman in her insanity threatens to ruin everything. Please, what should we do? Sincerely, Desperate Times. Dear Desperate, first off, take half a Xanax and a breath. I haven't seen this many question marks and exclamation points in a letter since I read the Yelp reviews for the Quality Inn and Suites in Portland, Texas. This has been going on for ten years. Ten years! How has your fiancé gone 10 years without getting a restraining order for this bargain basement, Glenn Close? I'd be asking, I'd begin by asking him how he has allowed her to linger in the background for a decade. As I said to my jewels on our wedding night, I smell something weird. Lucky for me, I've never had this kind of problem, as most of the women my jewels dated prior to me were either geriatric or inflatable. Once you've cleared up the issue of why this is perpetuated, the next step is for your hubby to confront her and to tell her to knock it off, preferably in a public place with plenty of witnesses. Women are terrifying, and we kill quietly and slowly, so beware. You should be nowhere with an eye shot. If the behavior continues, take out your Lisa Frank journal and start documenting. Like I told my ex-boyfriend, Richard Nixon, a paper trail is a powerful thing. Keeping notes of dates and times and activities and screenshots like a modern-day Lewis and Clark will help in a courtroom if push comes to shove. Third, file a restraining order. It's easy. 
I filed one against my sister after she and I got in a fight at our church's triannual spaghetti night. Fourth, take your wedding page down or encrypt it. We all live so out loud online now. Make it easy for creepers to find us all the time. Stop bragging that you can afford SoulCycle on the Upper West Side by checking in there. You're making yourself an easy target. Do yourself and everybody who follows you a favor and get off the interwebs until after the wedding. I know that's harder to hear than the results of your recent STD test, but it's true. If you don't want someone to find you, stop making yourself easy to be found. Finally, yes, warn the venue and look into their security options. You don't want a Dustin Hoffman banging on the window in the graduate-style scene to occur in the midst of your nuptials. Just for extra measure, I'd put pepper spray in your guests' welcome bags, but that's just me. My final words to you are relax. Keep your eyes open and your wits about you. But if I've learned anything from the classic films like Single White Female, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, and The Sleeper Hit Swim Fan, it's that things rarely end well for the stalker. But in the meantime, stay sharp. And don't bring home any pet bunnies. Anne. I like Rebecca de Mornay. I liked Swim Fan. I kept thinking that it starred a classic Lily Sobieski, but I was wrong when I Googled it no, today. No, it's Glass House. Is that another stalker movie? Mm, she seems okay. like she'd be a stalker. Lily Sobieski, who could also kind of sounds like Buffalo Bill. She does. And she reminds me, who's who's the... Lily Sobieski Jewel. is the poor man's, well, it goes like this. Okay. Jewel, Lily Sobieski, and then who's the one? Vanessa Carlton. No, who starred in the dance movie. The blonde that starred in the dance movie where it was like, oh, suddenly she can do hip hop, but she's also a ballerina. Oh, her name is Julia Stiles. There we go. <laughs> there is no diff. You've never seen Julia Stiles, Lily Sobieski, and Jewel in the same room together. Also, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, yeah, I'd throw her in that list too. Well, here's what Abby has to say. Mm. Dear DT, I have a friend that used to work with me at the Tribune, Dirty Tony. Now, he didn't get that nickname for passing out nice cool mints at the office. No, he got it for the triple X pornography he filmed as a young scrappy kid on the south side of Chicago in the basement of Choo Choo Charlie's, a locomotive-themed steakhouse. One night as I was leaving O'Sullivan's, Dirty Tony was pickpocketed right out in front. As the hoodlum was running away, Hacksaw Jim, my driver, was headed right in that kid's direction. I whipped open the passenger door and told him to get in. Hacksaw was a professional stunt driver and was contracted for years by the major studios. Plus, he had a hit single in the 60s entitled, I Know Where You Live. He managed to pin that little pipsqueak in the alley behind the Baton Club, giving Tony the opportunity to give that kid a trip to the moon, all right, a sight I have never forgotten. After that night, somehow he became a really good friend of mine. I thankfully haven't needed him more than a handful of times throughout the years, but when I do, he comes in spades and spurts. It was tough. A story for another day. My point is, desperate times call for desperate measures. That crazy ex is trying to Amy Fisher her way into your wedding, then may I suggest that you take me up on an early wedding gift of Tony. You mentioned she doesn't have many friends, which will definitely work in your favor. A wedding is already a powder keg filled with anxious relatives, high emotions, bad fashion, and little girl fantasies run wild. If Crazy Eyes can't move on and plans on crashing a destination wedding, then you need to stay one step ahead of her. Call Tony and ask for the Arlington Graveyard Special. Off the registry, of course. And tell him that Abby Longlegs says hello. He'll know what you're talking about. 
And don't worry, it's not what you think. She'll be fine once she gets her voice back. <gasps> Nothing little club soda can't fix, Abby. Uh, there's a good t-shirt. Nothing a little club soda can't fix. Yeah. I'll put that on a pillow. You should. Dirty Tony is cooler than Dirty Sanchez, but not by much. Um, Dirty Chances Sanchez smells. Dirty Sanchez smells. <laughs> it smells funny. Now I sound like my Can aunt. I just use your phone? Dirty Sanchez is waiting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our perfect transition as we roll right into our 586th and final segment of the day, which is... Specialty cocktail, specialty drink, specialty cocktail. What do you think, hey, Eliza? I'll take a funnel. I'll take a funnel. Funnel. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very excited about this cocktail this week because I have had this before. I have experienced it. It's a very enjoyable, very brunchy cocktail. It is called the Chlamydia. And oh, oh no, Sorry. that's next week after we drink enough of these and we go out of the town with Mr. Clean. <laughs> the fig and pig. Discovered in life by the hottest piece of A this side of the Rockies. I did not write that. Thank James you. Jules Ferris. Next best. In a cocktail shakeup, you want to muddle one, one maraschino cherry and orange quidge. Please add two ounces of whistle pie, whistle pig rye. That is two ounces of whistle pig rye. One eighth of a teaspoon of fig preserve or fig jam. Three dashes of lemon bitters. As bitter as me. Add ice, shake, pour in rocks glasses. Now here are the tasting notes. Are you ready? Maraschino, like the cherry. Yeah, like the cherry. Most of the time when I order a specialty cocktail at a restaurant, my reaction is usually, it's fine. But every now and then, attention must be paid to the gems that sometimes come along. I discovered this drink in New York City at the Glasshouse Tavern, and I ended up ordering two. Two! This is a great twist on the old-fashioned. First of all, and foremost, it's all about the whistle pig rye. The allspice, oak, caramel, vanilla, and rye spice play beautifully with the honey, berry taste of the fig preserve. This is a nice little treat to start off the holiday season. And if your holiday stress is anything like mine, you're going to need to mainline the fig and pig from now until the new year. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the fig and the pig. You get it? It's a whistle pig with a little bit of fig jam in it. Absolutely delicious. It's coming our way very soon. Whistle pig. Yes, it is a very enjoyable cocktail, I must say. Cocktail. And it is very seasonal as we stand on the precipice of the most horrifying two months of the year, which now seems to be turning into five because everything is already dressed Oh my God, a leaf just flew by the window and it looked like a tree was falling. It was very big. I know I'm very reactive. You should probably go to an eye doctor. I should probably go to a therapist. I should That's probably do a lot of things. Probably. But I don't. <laughs> oh, oh it looks delicious. Is it coming your is way? Is that a frost? I hope so. Is that a frosted glass, James? Yes, it is. Oh. Oh my God. His glasses an extra are always special treat. Frosted. Welcome. Welcome to the fig and. Um, Operator, operator, please, please connect me. me to Klondike 5, Fig and Pig. I certainly enjoy a mixologist cocktail before 11 on a Sunday. Did you have a stroke? I did. Operator, I did. Klondike yes, 5, I did. 911, Yes, please. I did. I had a stroke. 
We're, we're killing time. I had a stroke, oh. and now I will have a specialty cocktail. It is to so wake up the other side of my face. Just like in a Christmas story, if you stuck your tongue to the side of this, it might actually stick. How about you stick your stick tongue your to tongue. the side? I'll take you. I'll take you somewhere. Cheers, Mister Clean. <laughs> wow. Wowie, wow, wow. Maui, wowie. Maui, wowie. You know what? This I is say- one special cocktail that I like. In my bed and in my dreams, please. I, I got to say, James. I am a fan of a crushed ice. It is very, I love a crushed, nice, cold, very crushed ice. Okay. This uh, this definitely punched me in the face this week. Not like last week's that. cocktail, but yeah. whoa, whoa. Well, while we're talking about that, let's talk about Did you serve any, of our, any to our guest? I didn't make enough. It's like a, you didn't make enough? Uh, would you like to try, madam? Yeah. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. No, it's, it's, it's so good. She's potent. All you need is like three sips of that and, you know, Face ankles down, over your ass head. Up. That's the way I like to have right? another. Very chilly. Very chilly. If I finished this, I would not get to my Orange Theory workout in time. And oh, Lord knows I need to wail on my abs and lats. It steamed when you took it away from your face. Or was that just the hate and rage? Yes, it's lovely. It's a lovely cocktail. It's been a lovely day when of you have- servicing you completely until you are completely fulfilled. Yes. Like the Jolly Green Rancher. <laughs> Green I'll Rancher? Show, I'll show you my sprout if you show me yours. When you what? sip this and you exhale, Don't. it creates a fog, a, a, a yes, moisture yes. in front of you that yes. I can only yes. assume is the rage and the hate dripping out of your body in moisture form. I don't have no, I'm very relaxed. I'm just super relaxed. <laughs> I've had this cocktail and I'm just loving life. I'm going to go take my weak kidneys to the shitter now. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs>